Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Do you ever feel like God is just messing with your mind a little bit? But God tells us in Isaiah 55, my thoughts are completely different than your thoughts and my ways are beyond anything that you could imagine. Pastor Greg Laurie says we shouldn't be surprised if God's strategy for our deliverance is beyond our comprehension. Take your plans and your aspirations and your dreams and all the things you aspire to and commit them to the Lord and you will find His plan for your life. This is the day when the lost are found. Someone has said if God was small enough for our minds to comprehend, He wouldn't be big enough to handle our problems. Well, thankfully, God has never encountered a challenge that He found challenging. And today, on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie brings us a moment in the Old Testament where the Israelites faced a problem that they couldn't handle. But God had a plan, a quite unusual one, that brought about the sure deliverance of His chosen people. And today, we'll see what He can do for us. Our series is called World Changers, and we're looking at Hebrews 11, which is a collection of the great heroes of the faith, men and women that distinguish themselves because they put their faith into action. And we learned there that world changers don't quit. World changers keep marching forward. And now, in Hebrews 11, we're introduced to very, uh, two very distinct world changers and very different from one another, Joshua in Rahab. One was a godly man, the other an immoral woman. One was a general in the Israeli army, the other a prostitute. One was a Hebrew, the other an enemy of the Hebrews, a Canaanite. But we use that expression often when we need to get on the same page on this. Well, literally, Joshua and Rahab are on the same page in the Bible here in Hebrews chapter 11. In Hebrews 11 verse 30 says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she received the spies with peace. So there they are, uh, put together in the Heroes Hall of Faith. And that's what sets a world changer apart from a non-world changer. A world changer uses their faith. They go from the realm of theory to reality. They don't just talk blue sky. They go out and do things for God. They take risks. They're willing to put their faith on the line. And so now here comes the battle plan for bringing down the mighty walls of Jericho. 
and the inhabitants, Joshua chapter six. Now I'm gonna read verses one to five. Read along with me. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go in or out. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king and its mighty warriors. Your entire army is to march around the city once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. And on the seventh day, you march around the city seven times with the priests blowing your horns. And when you hear the priests give one loud blast on the horns, all the people should shout. Then the walls of the city will collapse and the people can charge straight into the city. Do you ever feel like God is just messing with your mind a little bit? I mean, what kind of a crazy battle plan is this? You know, when you stop and think about it, in so many ways, what God wants to do in our life seems upside down from the way you would think you would do it logically. But God tells us in Isaiah 55, my thoughts are completely different than your thoughts, and my ways are beyond anything that you could imagine. For instance, you want success? By the way, there's nothing wrong with wanting success. It beats failure every time. But you want success in ministry? You want success in business? You want success in marriage? You want success in whatever you're doing? Well, here's what God says you should do. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I know people that have been chasing success for their whole life, and they've never found it. They're always looking for that shortcut, the get-rich-quick scheme, the angle that's gonna propel them to the top, and they never achieve what they want. And I know other people who never sought it but just followed the Lord and lived a godly life and an honest life and worked hard with integrity, and God has blessed them in so many ways because they put God first. Put God first in your career. Put God first in your marriage. Put God first in your ministry. Seek Him first and these things will be given to you. Hey, you want to be happy? Learn to be sad. What? Yes, Jesus said, happy are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Or another way to translate it, happy are the unhappy. So I'm, I, I don't know what that means. It means that if you want to find true and lasting happiness, there must first be sadness. And that sadness comes from a recognition that you are a sinner separated from God. But if you will ask God to forgive you of that sin and mourn over that sin and turn from that sin, then you will find the real happiness you've always wanted. Hey, you want to be great? You want to be numero uno? And learn to be a servant. Jesus said in Mark 9.35, if you want to be the first, then take last place and be the servant of everyone else. So in God's economy, up is down. The way to be happy is to be sad. And the way to find life is through death. Say, no, no, I, I have no idea what that means. Jesus said, if you want to find your life, you need to lose your life. And take up the cross daily and follow me. What does that mean? It means put God first and take your plans and your aspirations and your dreams and all the things you aspire to and commit them to the Lord and you will find His plan for your life. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie and it's a message called Overcoming the Insurmountable. There's lots to learn today 
and he's about to pass along some very practical advice on how we can overcome the insurmountable. Okay, so now the day of reckoning has come for Jericho. Here come the Israelites, and they're marching around the city for six days. So those Canaanites could have said, oh man, judgment day is here. We repent. Come into our city. We want to serve your God. Oh no, they probably laughed at him. They probably dumped garbage on him. They thought this was all a joke as Israel marched around the city day after day after day and then finally the last day came and they gave their shout and they blew their trumpets and of course the walls collapsed. Listen, you can overcome the insurmountable. Just do what God tells you to do and trust Him. Let's think about your Jericho for a minute. And I don't know what it is, of course, but it's an illness that you see no resolution for, no way you can be healed of it. Uh, or you have some problem, whatever it is, just know this. There's no illness he can't heal. There's no need he can't meet. There's no problem he can't resolve. And there's no person he can't save. Just know that. It's true. <laughs> to make that point, let's wrap up with our second world changer, Rahab the harlot. Rahab the harlot, the prostitute, the hooker, the call girl, fill in blank here. And it's interesting how many times in the Bible she's referred to as such so we get the memo this was an immoral woman. She had everything going against her. The cards were stacked against Rahab. Even her name, Rahab, she's named after an Egyptian deity. And then to make it even worse, she's an immoral woman. But what is she? She's the perfect candidate for the grace of God. Reminding us that the gospel is for everyone, everywhere. And there are no exceptions to that. No one is beyond the reach of God. And it seems as though Jesus goes out of his way to reach people like this. Of course, we see him there with this appointment with the woman at the well, uh, drawing water in the heat of the day because she was ostracized by the village and was living with a guy and had been married and divorced five times and Jesus reaches out to her and she ends up believing that particular day. So here come the spies. They, they come into the city, they're, they're checking out Jericho. And so she says, I'm gonna hide you here on my roof. And she said, and the reason is, is because she believed in the Lord their God. She said, you serve the real God. You serve the true God. So she had in effect already become a believer. Joshua 2, 11 says. But saying something is not enough. It has to be followed by actions. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And Rahab showed her faith by her actions. James 2, 25 says Rahab the prostitute was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. So she showed evidence for her faith. And then another indication she was a real believer is she cared about her family. She believed judgment was coming. And in Joshua chapter two, she said to the two spies, promise me by God, I showed you mercy and I'll show my family mercy and get me some tangible proof, a guarantee of life for my father and mother, my brothers and my sisters, everyone connected with my family, save our souls from death. Don't let my family die. A true mark of conversion is when you want to go and reach your family with the gospel. And let me ask you this. Have you reached your family? 
Does your family know that you believe? That's a mark of conversion. You want to tell someone. And that's what Rahab did as well. Here's the one final thing I'd like to say about her. After the spies left Jericho, they said, okay now, when we come back with the army, it's not going to be pretty, so we want you to hang a red rope from your window so we'll know where you live and we'll get you out of there. So sure enough, here comes the Israeli army marching in after the walls have collapsed and when they see the window with the red rope, they go in and take Rahab out and she's protected from all of these things. And now if this wasn't enough that she was pardoned and she was not judged and she was forgiven, God even took it a step further and this shows the grace of God. Guess what? She made it into the most exclusive genealogy in all of human history. Rahab the harlot made it into the messianic line of Jesus Christ. That's amazing to me. Because later she marries a Jewish guy named Salmon. And I think that was a fishy thing. No, I'm kidding. She marries Salmon. And then she enters into the messianic line. So when you read uh, the genealogy of Christ and the Gospel of Matthew. Whose name is in there? Rahab the harlot. God can take your life. I don't know what you're known for now. And so turn you around. People will not believe it. That's the power of God to change a life. There are no exceptions. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your power to transform. Thank you for your love and your desire to change us. And I pray for any person here now who does not yet know you, who does not have that relationship with you, and, and they're looking at what seems like an insurmountable obstacle. And they don't see how they could ever change. Lord, we know you can change them. We know the gospel can change them. And Lord, we pray for them now that if they don't know you yet, they will come to believe in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important word of prayer. And if you know that you need to make that change today in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg would like to help you. In the book of Isaiah, we read these words, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous man their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. Listen, that's God's word to you. And let me address this to the person who has never asked Jesus Christ to come into their life. Why don't you do it now? That verse says, seek the Lord while he may be found. God has touched your heart today, perhaps, and you thought, I need this relationship with the Lord. One of these days, I'm gonna make that commitment to Christ. No, don't wait for one of these days. This is the day. <laughs> this is your moment. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Listen, God is near to you, and he is ready to come into your life. And there's another part of this verse when it says, let us return to the Lord. I want to also extend an invitation to you that have fallen away from your faith. You've fallen away from the Lord, and you need to make a recommitment. So if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life, if you want your sin forgiven, if you want to go to heaven when you die, or if you've fallen away from the Lord and you want to return to him, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I also know that you are a Savior, 
and I need your help. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life and forgive me of all of my sins. I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Be my Savior, be my Lord, be my God, and be my friend. Thank you for hearing this prayer. Thank you for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hey, I want you to know on the authority of Scripture, if you just prayed that prayer and meant it, Christ has heard you and he has forgiven you. So God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Greg. And if you've prayed that prayer today, we'd love to help you to begin to grow in your new faith. We'd love to send you some resource materials. We call it our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll help answer some of the questions you might have and help you get started right. So get in touch for your New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us. We'll send it out free of any charge or obligation if you've prayed with Pastor Greg for that first time today. Just call one 800 0 Well, that's all we have time for today. I do hope you can join us again on Monday when Pastor Greg brings us some more practical biblical encouragement and insight. In the meantime, from all of us here at A New Beginning... Have a wonderful weekend. Now, for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. Search Overcoming the Insurmountable at visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.